Welcome to Saltivation. The Saltivation Show is a podcast series featuring the leading voices in salt, where we talk about the issues and strategies to help you make sense of state and local tax. Hi, everybody. It's Judy and Stacy from Saltivation. We're here today to talk to you about what some issues for foreign entities, foreign companies that are doing business in the U.S. and some things that they need to be thinking about as they do business in the U.S. And so one of the things that I think that, you know, first and foremost, is that companies need to understand what their filing duties might be for income tax as well as sales tax. And uh, I think a lot of companies may be familiar with the Wayfair case, but what we want to make sure that taxpayers are also aware of our other nexus triggers. And so some of the things that may surprise taxpayers or business entities that are, you know, in the foreign space are some of the other nexus triggers that states can impose or those nexus triggers that a state would say, hey, you're doing these activities that they create nexus. And so we're here to kind of talk about some of those and uh, make sure that uh, we're educating some of our foreign clients as to what they need to be aware of. Right, because not all the the states do not have to follow the US treaties. They get to choose or not choose because they have their own sovereignty, which is why they have a lot of crazy taxes and, and because the federal government doesn't subsidize them enough. So they need more money and they find it through different mechanisms, the income taxes, the sales taxes, property taxes and payroll taxes, and then sometimes some excise taxes, depending on the type of business you're in. And so what I think we find is a lot of people know about Wayfair today, but we don't know about the other filings that could be due for an entity selling into to American customers and collecting sales tax. So if you register for a sales tax license, you are potentially subjecting yourself to an income tax filing obligation if there is no treaty between uh, the federal government and that particular country for which you are from. So it, it there, there is some importance around setting up your entity structure because we have a taxing system in our federal government that taxes worldwide income. So if you don't slice and dice sort of your foreign operations from your US operations, even if you're merely selling into our country, there could be some problems for you in regards to what entity gets taxed in whole in the US, even though it's also taxed in a foreign country. So we think that a lot of people just don't realize that. And so they just run out and get sales tax licenses or payroll registrations and pay the payroll on behalf of the entities and then it trips other filing obligations. So it's very important when you're going to sell to American customers or hire people in America or send people to America that you figure out what tax laws could apply to you based on how you do business and where. And that will be the impact you could have in a great way on multiple layers of taxing. So it's not just a one and done sales tax. It's it's a lot of taxes apply to businesses and treaties do not apply to every state. Right. And so the treaties themselves, they don't apply to sales tax either. So just as a reminder, right, that these treaties are income tax only. Yep. And it's maybe not quite half, um, maybe a little over half of the states actually do not follow treaties, which might be a surprise. And so what that also means is that there's, you know, besides filing, having to file a state income tax return, you may not have to file a federal income tax return, or it would be only an informational return for the IRS. 
But what that means for the states is that they need basically a mocked up federal income tax return attached to the state returns because that's typically what the states need. They need a copy of the federal return. Um, And in this case, we don't have one, but the states require it. And so we ended up having to mock up one, basically create one, which is also, you know, maybe a cost that uh, taxpayers aren't thinking about, you know, as they're doing business, but it's a compliance cost and added compliance costs that I think um, our taxpayers need to just be aware of. So they've got the income tax filings, as well as then a federal income tax return that, you know, is a mocked up return that's not filed with the IRS, but it still needs to be prepared and attached to the returns is just an added compliance cost. And then finally, uh, in addition to sales taxes and income taxes, we have property taxes, payroll taxes, but we also have non-income based taxes that do not have treaty protections. So Washington has a business and occupation tax, Nevada has a commerce tax, Texas has a margin tax. So all these different types of taxes are not typically treaty protected. So they are they are taxes often on the receipts of the business earned in that state. And it's simply a rate times an amount calculation, but those would not have treaty protection. So I think there's a lot of traps for the foreign companies doing business in America, thinking they fixed one thing without looking at the whole problem holistically and looking at our state. And, you know, sort of I've come to akin. As much as America, we all speak English, you know, allegedly, um, but all our laws are written in English. So it is a little bit easier to sort of read the law since Kansas writes it in the same language as New Mexico, as opposed to Europe, where you have a multitude of languages and laws written in different languages. But we still have different theories of tax based on how our states grew, how they needed to pay for things, and based on the industries that settled there, based on waterways or roadways or central or or where are they on a port. And with all of those physical topographical, geographical limitations is how they built their state tax profiles. And those have been around since like 1922. So it's it's old law based on old ways of doing business that not always have they been updated. And, and we're seeing some of that change with all technology. For example, Maryland is looking to impose a digital advertising tax. And that is a huge change to their normal taxing structure of, of services, which they wouldn't normally tax a lot of, to tax digital advertising. Well, why is that? Because all these Googles and Facebook ads and LinkedIn, all these ads are making a lot of money and they want a piece of it. So you can never really count on looking at our federal government when you are deciding to do business in America and think you're one and done, there's a treaty and I have nothing else I have to do in America. And that's it. Yep. It's our tidbit for today. (laughs) That's right. All right. If anybody has any other questions or wants additional information, reach out to us at Saltivation. Thanks. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended, nor should it be relied upon as legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice. You should consult with a competent professional to discuss specifics of your situation and the applicability of the information presented.